Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. So here, here's what the scripture says. I love this, and the Lord spoke this to me years and years ago, but Isaiah 66 and 12 says, For this is what the Lord says, I will make peace floater. He's talking about Jerusalem and the promise that over, was over Jerusalem is over Jerusalem. He said, I'll make peace flow to her like a river and the wealth of nation like a flood. You will uh, nurse and be carried on her hip and bounced on her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so I will comfort you, and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. You will see, you will rejoice, you will flourish like grass. Then the Lord's power will be revealed uh, to his servants, and he will show his wrath against his enemies. And he says, I will, uh, uh, as a mother comforts her son, so... I will comfort you. And I got to tell you something. There's none. And God love you. If you didn't have a great mom, I have a great mom. I do. And I hope you do. And I hope your mom's with you. And, and all that. I, I had a, a tremendous uh, example of somebody who loved me. Uh, and uh, I didn't know it. It was just like the air you breathe. Right? And you, I, didn't, I didn't realize uh, how good I got it and, and have had it. Um, and um, she's in the final stages of her life. I just, my, my sister called Monday. She said, Wade, mom take a, took a real turn. Well, my sister, I love her. Uh, she's amazing. She's done such a great job taking care of my mom. But she's kind of a, has, a glass half empty when she sees things, right? It's like, and, and kind of a little bit on the, you know, extreme side and she said you know mom's taking a real turn you and I hadn't seen my mom in a, in a while busy busy too busy and so I said well I better go see this for myself and I got over there and I was shocked because my mom taking a real turn for the worst and hardly able to talk unable to talk really at that moment and, um, and so she's literally, hospice is there. She's in her final day. So this is a unique Mother's Day for me because it'll be the last one that I celebrate. I get to celebrate my mom. And, uh, but what, so here's what happened. This is the message. Uh, so I went back the next day. And, and I'm, you know, it's that time where you're there. You just need to be there. And she was not talking. And that's, you think I'd come by this by accident. My mom can talk. <laughs> and to have my mom not talking is kind of shocking to me. Um, but she's still hearing us. And she laughs and, or, you know, she'll smile. I said the other day, I said, Mom, you want me to have Ned come over and sing? Because Ned came about two or three weeks ago when she was up and around. And her face lit up. And uh, so Ned went over yesterday and just sang some old gospel songs and blessed my mom. And so, anyway, long story short, I'm, I'm there trying to converse. Nothing's happening. So I, I kicked my niece out of the chair that was next to mom. And I just sat down. I reached over and I grabbed her hand. And uh, when I did, she squeezed my hand. And, and uh, 
I, I, I got thinking of how many times that woman has held my hand. And I got to tell you, this is the first time that I can remember me holding her hand. And just, just you know, and what I can't tell you what that did for me. Just when she squeezed my hand. I'm not trying to be all emotional. I'm, there is a point here. Okay, and, and I'm going to get to it. And for some of you uh, that, that have never allowed Jesus to hold your hand, I'm going to ask you, man, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to pluck your heartstrings. I'm going to play with your emotions. I don't, I don't care what I got to do. I want you to realize what you have available and what actually has been a part of your life and you not even knowing it. Because I believe long before he ever called my name, long before I ever called on his name, he called my name. Long before I ever acknowledged and bowed my knee and repented, I guarantee you, he upheld me by his hand. I didn't even know it. I was cursing his name and he's holding me up. So I'm, I'm holding my mom's hand and it just thinking, you know what, all that while that she held me on her hip. And, you know, just was there at those moments. And, you know, it goes back to my girls. And, you know, they'd say, Daddy, hold my hand. It wasn't hand, it was hand. And uh, all those years of just relationship, just that comfort and peace. I was going to get Ezra to come up here and hold my hand while I was preaching. I love that kid. I love all the kids, but yeah, you know, and, and, uh, but that would be natural, right? And, and that would be normal for, and you, you'd be like, oh, isn't that cute? But if I said, Moses, would you, Moses, would you come up here and hold my hand? <laughs> you'd think, well, that's weird, right? Uh, but the reality of it is, um, uh, <laughs> We, as men especially, you know, we want to be able to do things ourselves, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to have to depend on anybody. I, I told my girls as we're going through this with my mom, I, Emily's calling and, you know, she's miles away and all that. I said, I just want to apologize ahead of time for what's coming for you. Because <laughs> I know unless I go like my dad, I'm going to be, this is going to be difficult. But anyway, uh, so the idea of wanting to be self-sufficient and not having to need anybody and, and, and just, you know, be that whatever, and you can do that. It's just not a, a, a men, it's women too, uh, you that have suffered and you've literally tried to hold somebody's hand but only to have them crush you. You ever try to hold on to somebody that, you know, you thought you could trust, and, and literally, while they're holding the hand, they hurt you. Yes. And what that does is it causes you to, to uh, pull back and, and, and not really trust anybody. And I'm telling you this, you are missing out on something so incredibly wonderful. Uh, the, the, the protection, the security, the stability that, that comes with a relationship with Jesus. And, and if there's one way, I'm trying to figure out how to communicate it better. We get all cerebral. Oh, you confess the Lord Jesus. Well, that's great. 
do that. I believe it died for me. Great. I do that. I, you need to have faith. Without faith, it's impossible. But there comes a point in time that you're going to need to put your hand in his hand. And literally, with all the emotion that goes with that, and, you, and you know, if I'm going to put my hand out, we shake hands and make sure it's less than three seconds. One, two, three. <laughs> but, you know, there's a time and a place that, that comfort ought to come, that you ought, you ought to be able to give it, but also that you ought to be able to receive it. And it's tough. It's weird. Come on, we're getting weird. <laughs> we're, we're at uh, uh, the men's retreat. Great, great time. Just a great time. I hope you can go next year. But as we, as we pray, if you notice the way we pray up here before service, it's always I got my hand on somebody's shoulder. We get there to pray, and they want to hold hands. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I'm not, I'm not and I'm like, chill, hold her hand. And, and, and then from that experience on Friday, uh, uh, Friday night, whatever it was, and then to my mom and having that and realizing how many times she was there to comfort me. I, I told her yesterday, uh, day before yesterday, I said, Mom, I said, do you remember? Because now all these memories are coming. She's in, again, the final days of her life, and all these memories are flooding back to me, and I remember I got strip throat uh, twice a year, at least. And when I did, I'd get uh, uh, fevers of, like, incredibly high. So much so that I would hallucinate. You know, I'm, I'm uh, seven, eight, nine years old, but man, oh man, I'd be like, everything would be like on fast forward, and the room would get spinning, and, and, uh, uh, when my mom came into the room and sat on the bed, it quit spinning. I said, Mom, I told her Saturday, uh, Friday night, I said, Mama, you know what? Do you remember when I had those high fevers? And she wasn't talking, but she's, she looked up and laughed, right, smiled. I said, uh, uh, I said, you, when you came in and you sat on the bed with me when, in those moments, I said, you stopped my world from spinning. And then she laughed, she gave, gathered some strength. She said, when you became a teenager, you caused my world to spin. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she said, and then was back out again. <laughs> but she laughed. And uh, I, I, I just, I'll tell you something, and I want to read you an event here that happens in Matthew chapter number 12. 14, starting at verse number 22, and it says, Immediately he made his disciples get into a boat and go ahead of him to the other side. He'd been preaching. Jesus had been, and he had a plan. Well, he dismissed the crowd, and after dismissing the crowds, he went up in a mountain by himself to pray. And when evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was already over a mile from land, battered by the waves because the wind was against him. Around three in the morning he came toward them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. I would have been too. You know, you don't see anybody walking on water every day. 
Their terrified said, it's a ghost, they, they said. And they cried out with fear. And immediately Jesus spoke to them. He said, have courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter answered him, command me to come on the water. And Jesus said, come. You know what? When you're asking God to do something or speak to you, you don't, if you're expecting a novel, it's not the way it happens. Peter said, if it's you, just this is a sidebar. Lord, if, if that's you, tell me to come out of the water. Jesus said, come, do it. So Peter does what Peter does. He climbs out of the boat. He said he, he's climbing out of the boat. He started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the strength of the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. And what I love is immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught hold of him and said to him, you have little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got in the boat, the wind ceased and those in the boat worshipped him and said, he's the son of God. You know, here Peter is at God's command doing something, he starts to sink. And he cries out to the Lord, and, and immediately the Lord's there with his hand. Yeah. You know, he says, well, how's it say? He says, he, uh, he reached out with his hand and caught hold of him. How many times do you think Jesus would have liked to reach out with his hand and catch hold of you? How, how many how many moments in your life and or or the thing that I what I want to declare to you this morning is um, um, there are times and when you two walked in together, Moise and Hannah today, you know they were holding hands across the parking lot. It's like, dude, <laughs> you're making us look bad. <laughs> no, no. The question is, well, uh, uh, do you, is your hip bothering you? Do you have a problem with your knee? I mean, is it a foot problem? Do you need somebody to help you with your balance? There's got to be a reason. There are times Jesus just wants to draw near to you and just be there with you. Why? Because there's a relationship that's alive. It's, it's, it's powerful. And that, that expression of, of, of intimacy and, and just, just acknowledging one another without words being spoken. We, we want this all the time, this emotional, and I, I'm all for the great emotional highs and, and all of that. But there's times that Jesus would just to, like to touch your life. And you have to allow him. To do that. Oh no, it's it's not hard when we're sinking. And it's like, God, save me. And I can imagine, you know, he's thinking, oh no, this is it for me. And he's holding up his hand. And maybe some of you haven't got there yet, but I'm gonna tell you what, when you do, he'll be there. Yeah. He was there for so many. But I gotta tell you a better way. How about in a time when it's not so bad? How about a time when, it, you know, there's not a lot of winds and waves. Nobody's sick. Nobody's dying. Nobody's in turmoil. There's no uh, uh, prognosis of death. 
How about in those times? What are you doing? Just walking across the parking lot. Just that connection. Well, I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't like holding hands. It's a little bit too, uh, you know, I don't want to look too needy. Brother, let me tell you something. You be a big tough man all you want, but there's going to be a day you're going to be needy. I thank God for the aging process. Oh, it's terrible to get old. I think it causes us to let go more and more and more. Your pride just does not. It may, you may think it makes you look good, but it doesn't. Not into the kingdom that really matters. I mean, you, you, in this world, man, we can puff ourselves up and be all that. But I tell you what, the reality is he knows exactly who we are. And, and whatever place you find yourself this morning, you know, in, in a time of great need, and you're crying out, Lord, save me. I promise you he'll touch you. But if there's anything, you say, how do I let the Lord touch me? It is, it is that act of, of just releasing. Why do so many people, why do we lift our hands? If, if you've never tried it, I want to encourage you because, man, I, it, it, all, it literally opens my spirit. To me, it's like putting my hand in his hand. It's that reaching out toward him. I guarantee you, when Peter was going down and said, Lord, save me, I guarantee you his arms were stretched as far as he could reach. Why? Because, God, I want you to know where I'm at. I want you to know I have a need. I want you to know that I just love you, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, today, I got nothing, you know, tragic. Oh, yeah, your mom's passing. She's 86 years old. I'll be 64 years old. Who gets to keep their mom that long? I'm, I'm blessed. I've been blessed. She's blessed. Our family's blessed. I, yeah, no, does, does this little boy, like, going to miss his mommy? Yes, big time. I can't, I just can't even, you know, but those of you that have experienced, you know what that's like. And, and, and so, you know, say, oh, life's not fair. Give me a break. It's not about being fair. God is just. We'll get through it all. At the end of the day, my, you know, I know that my mom is all right. I know it. And that she's going to stand before the Lord. And I just, and for that, I'm joyful. Right? And uh, I, I'm going to do all I can in the next week or however long I have to just hold her hand. Why? Because if she can't talk, she can feel. And that's powerful. And all I'm asking of you today is if you've never put your hand in his hand. That is, that's what it's like. It's not just, oh, I believe Jesus died as if it's some history lesson. Big deal. You believe that? No, believe it to the degree that death was there so that you have access to him. So that when you reach out, you can have with confidence that he's reaching back. And I'm telling you what, he wants to touch somebody this morning. Uh, your guilt, 
uh, and your condemnation, you need to set a, ooh, you need to just set it aside for a while. I was guilty of all kinds of things, and my mama still loved me. And she still does. And, and, and the thing of it is, you know, you can be guilty of all kinds of things, but because of the sacrifice he made, he's made a way that when you reach out, he's going to reach back. But I'm asking you, I'm asking you. Say, well, I can't be committed. I can't be here every Sunday. I can't. Who's asking you to do that? Well, I do, but so what? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not beating you over the head with that. I'm telling you, do a little bit more than what you did. Do, come a little bit more. Come, how many of you, honestly, I'm not looking for you to pat me on the back. How many of you hear from God when you come here? You're blessed by it. You know, or, or it makes you think, well, I don't know if I have faith, and you're, you're struggling with that, and it's pressing you a little bit. That's a, tell me that's a good thing. That's a great thing. So do a little bit more of a good thing. If this blesses you, well, I don't have time. You've got as much time as the rest of us. Just, just take some more time, and you'll be blessed. I, and again, it's not about filling gateway. It's, not, it's about you putting your hand in his hand, or, and you realizing how many times he has held you up, and you have never even known it. Stand with me. Yeah, this is a unique Mother's Day for me because it will be the last that I get to celebrate my mom. And uh, when it comes down to the end of it all, it's like, man, I've, I could have done more. You know, you, you, you wonder, but it, it is what it is. And uh, I, I'm just, I am thankful for the life, you know, that I still get to celebrate and that we've shared and how good she's been. And I just, it's the goodness of God. I'm thankful for the moments I don't remember that she held my hand. Many, 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 many times. And I'm thankful for the moments just a day ago where I got to hold hers. But more than that, folks, I got to tell you that the, my relationship with Jesus puts a situation like I'm going through right now, one of the most important people in my life, going on to the reward, and I am absolutely at peace with it. Not because, you know, I'm whatever. It's because I do not believe for a moment that life ends when you take your last breath here. But I know that there is eternal life that we're called to, that you're called to. But it's just because you're called to, it doesn't mean you, you, you're accessing it, but you got to put your hand in His. you got it somehow. What does that feel like? Well, listen, close your eyes. Everybody, close your eyes. Just reach your hand out right now and say, Lord, today I, I believe in you. I know. I know you exist. I, right now, I just want to put my hand 
in your hand. Would you put your hand in mine? Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Well, I, I don't deserve his goodness. I didn't deserve my good mama. I certainly don't didn't deserve the grace of God in my life. But he loves us. He loves us. He loves us. Father, right here, right now, as you heal and as you touch, God, as you put your hand in ours, God, is, there's somebody here that's crying out, Lord, save me, and, and you're there to save. Right now, you're there to save. I'm asking, give us the faith to touch you. Give us the faith to touch you. I don't feel anything. Stretch a little further. Open your heart a little more. I guarantee you it's not him that's holding back. In the name of Jesus. We're going to sing as we sing. I'm asking you, man, if there's nothing big going on, just and you're walking across a parking lot, just hold hand. Put your hand in his. If you need something, let us pray with you. God's going to touch you. If you need a healing, you need to come up here because God's going to heal as we lay hands on the sick. Let's worship together before we leave this place. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.